Oracle at Delphi has spoken. The trophy cabinet has been opened. The future's bright team of the season is in sight. And right now, a campaign of Badman Warriors ready to take you into the fight. Tartarus has been opened. The trophy titans have been released. And like Prometheus, the heroes are bringing the fire. Legends of time past, given their timely chance, showing the world their FIFA flair, letting you play without care. Heroes held in high in our hearts with the one goal of getting those cards. I'm exploding with energy. I'm buzzing beyond belief. My brothers and sisters, we are in one hell of a promo and it can only get better from here. This is your Nothing But A Foot Thing podcast. Joining me tonight are two legends, two of the best people in the FIFA community, the other members of the NBA FT team, the great John Bridges and the phenomenon that is Kevin. How you doing, gentlemen? How you doing, John? Hey, good, brother. Happy to be here, man. Filling in for the big shoes that uh, Jandy has on the midweek. So happy to be here, bro. One love, brother. We miss you. And Kevin, how are you doing, man? Yeah, thank you so much for having me, my man. What an intro, I would say. And yes, very big shoes to fill um, with Jandy. So, you know, we miss you a lot, Jandy. We love you, man. And uh, you know what they say about big feet, right? So, Well, you, you, can, you might not fill his shoes, but you could easily fill his codpiece. Now, I thought we'd all done the keen SBC, but he Kevin is not that bright. Fired. Kevin isn't that bright. So we've all got amazing things to say about that. And Kevin can listen to us talk about it. We've well, got I can a cry about doing Gattuso. Cool. We'll we'll definitely get to that. (laughs) We've got a micro review of the Titan, the original left-back killer, Roberto Carlos from the lucky bastard that packed him, John. We'll we'll be looking at Trophy Titans five days in. We have a handle on the trophy or possible team two to come. How was your pack look? How many lambs did you get? And did counting them send you to sleep? We will be catching up on fantasy foot upgrades. Fuck you, Hoffenheim, for the clean sheet, proving I am not the Oracle at Delphi. And we've got a hell of a show for you tonight, people. We've had the Capita drop today. We've had controversial player picks that require compensation. EA. We've had Weekend League. We've had Pires drop, if you give a shit. The one thing that's needed is something to actually fucking play. So, gentlemen, I want to put this one to you. John, how are you? How has FIFA been going for you? I'm good. I'm good, man. Uh, Easter break was nice and relaxing, so got to go to the in-laws and not and not play this game for one day, which is pretty rare for me. But uh, yeah, it's been good, man. Um, trying out some new tactics this week. Like you said, I packed uh, Roberto Carlos today from the 82 player pick refresh. Um, and my guy Isak got a 92 upgrade. I'm excited to talk to Isak today, too. So Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> so um how was your weekend league then did you get a chance to play yes yes i did i played eight or ten games on friday uh morning before i uh started working and did our did the friday show and i went 11 and 5 which is i think pretty pretty average for me um 11 and 3 11 and 5 is probably where i consistently finish um, like you said i tried roy keen out uh, my second week of playing with N'Golo Conte and uh, Isak, Eusebio, Jarzinho, and Bappe front four in a four-two-three-one. So uh, had a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun, and uh, it's the four-two-three-one Inception posted a while back. If anyone's interested in it with the inverted fullbacks, but yeah, it's really sound defensively, and 
you get uh, a lot of movement in the final third. So uh, had a lot of fun this weekend, which uh, weekend league, I guess, is the most fun game mode. So um, no surprise there. And did anyone particularly shine for you? Uh, any? It can be somebody consistent or it can be somebody that's like come out of the blue and suddenly really impressed you. Uh, no, not really. I mean, Isak, I'm not really surprised about his goal output anymore, you know, so. Uh... Best striker, right? <laughs> Best no, striker he's... in the game, no cap. You know, he's he's turned into a hell of a card, man. I can't argue with you. I can't. But what I am going to do is move on from you. Uh... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about Isak all day, so just stop me. Oh, God. It's going to be that show, isn't it? <laughs> um. So, Kevin, how are you doing, man? How's your FIFA been? Thank you for asking, my friend. I hope you're doing well also, and I'm, I'm doing good, man. FIFA's been uh, FIFA's been all right. I took a couple days off because, um, you know, Easter holiday and all that, you know, did some nice stuff. My girlfriend, who, by the way, says that she loves listening to the start of your and, uh, and Jandy's episodes just to hear your intro every time. Oh, so she thank says you, you're Steph. the best at it. Yeah, she's so she's, kind. She's so kind yeah. and lovely. So how, how was your weekend league then? I'm sure you got some time to get weekend league in. Oh, I did, man. I definitely got into some weekend league. So I used a little bit of a different team. CDK came out of the team, which, um, you know, you made sure to point out that, you know, I was a betrayer for doing so. You but are. we got to try. You are. I betrayer. am. I am. But, he, he, you know, listen, I did get him back to the team today, which we might talk about later. But I got to try out Darwin Nunez over the weekend. I managed to pack him and I packed Anthony as well. Um, and that helped to build a new team for me. And I played all of my games on Friday, finished up playoffs. Uh, smashed through my games real quick on Friday, uh, got the rewards open, um, you know, did my PPs with the fodder and did all that good stuff. So, you know, had a good time with the weekend league, man. I mean, the game is a little, uh, I don't know, you're, you're hearing it from people, right? They're all saying the patch, the patch, the patch, and the gameplay has been really inconsistent lately. So other than that, man, I mean, it, it, you know, it's been typical week of FIFA, right? So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's been a, a, one of those weeks where like gameplay season inconsistent like one game it's like your passes are really underpowered the next game your players maybe don't move so well or you've got like center backs that are suddenly chasing the man at the back post and letting the guy run to goal and all those weird things seem to be happening um but to come back to your game um did you anyone special shine for you you said you got some new cards to try were they any good is Anthony any good uh is Nunez any good Oh, Anthony is excellent. Oh, so I actually did use John Barnes as well, the foot birthday card. Um, I talked about it a little bit on Friday, but I kept using him throughout the weekend. And Zambrata, too, came into the team for the first time. So I tried out all these guys. And um, you know what? Anthony is fucking good, man. He has, like, an issue with his reactions. I'm pretty sure it's, like, 78 reactions, which most of us would say is pretty bad. I would say it goes far as saying that's very bad. But, you know, you don't really notice it on a guy that you just want to run up and down the wing. He feels smooth on the ball. He can run up and down the wing. Um, his goal return speaks for itself. He had more goals and assists than um, appearances, so that's good. So um, he was nice for me. And a card that I've liked in the past, I'm sure you're not surprised to hear that I liked him, but uh, Darwin definitely stood out, man. Like, holy shit, he's really good. He's not that fast. Like, his pace would suggest that he's, like, rapid, but he's not. But what he is is very consistent on the finish, and his shot power is fucking crazy. Like, I would say that his finishing wasn't, like, you know, perfect, like a, like a 99 out of 100, but because um, he wasn't hitting it perfectly in the corner every time. But something that's interesting for me is how important shot power is, and you definitely see it on him because his shot power felt like 110 out of 100 instead. So, and because of that, it was just blasting by the keeper every single time. It didn't matter if it was perfectly in the corner. It was just blowing by the keeper. So, you know, something to, to keep an eye on, I suppose. 
when looking at players' stats because Cruyff is underpowered as far as shot power is concerned. And because of that, he's a little bit lacking on the finish, which is interesting. So. Yeah, especially with the way the finesse shot's gone. Um, John, you you know, you're a Liverpool fan. Have you thought about using Darwin Nunes? Yeah, I, I really wanted to use him when he came out in Team 1, the five-star weak-footed version to be specific. But, I mean, it's just like with uh, – I know we're going to talk about Trophy Titans here in a little bit, but it's kind of like where I'm at with uh, Fernando Torres' card that just came out, the 94 with the five-star weak foot. It's Tots is just around the corner, man, and, and I'm just so hesitant to spin coins. I did try out the foot birthday Wayne Rooney last week, too, and I thought I was buying him at kind of where his, I don't know, his low point would be or where I wouldn't lose any coins except for tax, and I ended up losing 200K or 150K or whatever it was. So um, just don't really want to get burnt like that again. I want to kind of stay where I'm at because I'm at like, uh, two and a half, two point two, two and a half million coins. I'm kind of floating in there after doing SBCs and selling stuff. And uh, I think with that much, uh, that many coins and uh, gaining coins from gameplay packs, weekend league rewards, and all that good stuff, I think I can probably try out any Tots card that I that I want in the in any specific team. So um, that's kind of where I'm at. But I would I would have loved to have packed that card untradeable, and he would have been in my team. Uh, slamming in goals with Isak, so no, that would have been a great one. And and talking about team of the season as well, we can talk about that and talk about how the chemistry system might actually finally come into some use by being able to bring in players off league that have just got amazing stats off the bat. Um, so that's brilliant, man. It seems like you guys have had a great weekend league. You've had a great weekend of FIFA in spite of the game. Um, and it seems like you've both had great opportunity to, on John's side, really get into a consistent run with your team. And from Kevin's side, just to try out a whole load of low players, which I think is amazing. Um, I've been trying out some players off my bench. I've been changing formation. Um, I went back to the 4-3-3-5, literally the original tactics. And I started playing Ooh. Cliver on the right wing and he's a monster. Uh, he just runs through people, lengthy on a marksman with 90 acceleration and 90s top speed. He's just an animal. Um, no composure, but an absolute animal in the box. Um, he was my star player. My flop player was Unkunku. I just, I find him in the box so mm. frustrating. I find his shot power frustrating. I love his passing. I love his ability to get the ball off. I love his ability to turn. I love his ability to get accelerate away from people. But the problem I have is I'm playing him on one chemistry and I feel like he probably needs a few buffs in a few different areas to take him forward. And I don't know if I need to look at acceleration types for him and things like that. Did play some weekend league. Didn't get to play as much as I wanted because of some issues that I had going on. Um, I won six out of 16. So I was happy with that. Got nothing in the rewards we move. But as I say, the ticker's moving over and the next big one's coming. I know it is. Okay, so that's that's how... The weekend was for me. That's how FIFA's been for me. So what I want to do is I just really want to get into it. Um, this campaign, Trophy Titans. So we've all shot our load and we've all got that moment of clarity when we can now look them in the face clearly and realise what it's all about. So, John, Trophy Titans, how do you feel about it now? I, I feel about the same. Like you said, I got that nut off. And um, moment of clarity, right? Um, I was thinking I, I go on walks and runs now that the weather's warming up. I'm literally able to touch grass now, so that's nice. And I was just thinking uh, we got uh, – was it foot captains last year before team of the season? And we did get some decent cards in there. I know everyone was kind of complaining about it and thought it was pretty lackluster. I honestly thought the card design was kind of 
uh, a little bit towards that as well, because this is a really, really boring card design. But uh, um, I, mean, I mean, nonetheless, I feel like this is actually a, a nice little promo to have during TOTS or, or before TOTS, I guess. Uh, you've got these icons in packs that are fairly packable. I, I mean, I feel like we've seen a lot of pulls during in Discord and on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, more than you'd see during uh, like team of the year or foot birthday or any other time they've released these special versions of icons. And um, even when you do pack even like an 88 Del Piero, uh, 86 Torres, uh, the 92 Lom, or even uh, the goalkeeper in uh, Iker Casillas, who I've, I know uh, Hullet Gang really loves his uh, World Cup cards. So um, I, that's one of the cards I think is reasonably packable that I'm really, really trying to pack. Uh, this week because I have some Spanish links in my team too, which would be nice. But um, honestly, I think it's a it's a nice little promo too. You've got good upgrade packs, the 81 plus, the trophy melting thing or whatever the fuck it's called uh, that you work towards the milestones for. I think that's really cool. You've got the epically long squad battles grind um, that a lot of people in our Discord are putting themselves through. And um, I feel like the content's just really, really, really good right now. And especially uh, when it could can kind of get into a lull or or people just have people just chomping at the bit that much more for team of the season so i, I really like this pro and i think they've done a, a fantastic job with it and, and especially the content yeah i agree with you on that one um i've got some things to say about it as well but i really want to throw that one at you kev um how have you felt about trophy titans what do you think of the campaign what do you think of the players and stuff like that yeah, I think that this whole promotion, I mean, the the one thing has really stood out to me from EA, and I think that this is something new from them, and it's, um, I think it's definitely good. What we've seen now is that in the past, icons were stupidly priced for no fucking reason. They were so ridiculously unobtainable for absolutely no reason. If you were going to go spend, let's say, 100k on a discard icon, they were going to be fucking crap. Now you could get Fernando Torres for 20k, who probably is crap for most of us, and probably for... 100% of us that are listening to this. But if you're new to this game, that's a good card, man, for 20K. So that's that's a step in the right direction for sure. EA have identified that it made zero sense to keep icons like this. And guess what? Now they're reasonably packable. Now it would actually make sense for throughout the year, icons to be as rare as they are. Because right now it makes no sense why they're so fucking rare. They're impossible to pack. You never pack them. I packed one icon this year, right? And that's a good year for me to have packed an icon. So... That is very good. We're all getting some of these guys in here. And they're actually correcting some of the prices of other cards on the market, which is neat. Um, me and John were talking about that earlier. Like, Taylor Hernandez has come down as Team of the Year, which, you know, has helped too, right? So, um, this is good from EA. Hopefully, this is a sign of things to come in the future. Hopefully, with EA Sports FC 24, this means we get more of this kind of stuff. I want to see icons and promos. I want to use these guys because I want to use Kenny Dalglish. And to be honest, he's not as usable this year as he might have been in the past. Now he has a chance to be again. So, that's great. As for the, the actual promo itself, I like that these guys, again, are packable. That is great that they're packable. I want to be able to get these guys and use them. And I'm sure all of you guys do too. John mentioned that Casillas. I've, I've got to use them. I packed them. And that's really cool. Um, even some of the heroes like Donovan, Yunberg, uh, we've got to use them. I've, I've realized they suck, so now I know. But I've got to use them. And that's because I've got to use them. And that's cool. It sounds like other people are packing them. It looks like other people are packing them. And... Um, I could see that people are because I'm playing against you guys using these cards, and that's pretty cool, I think. So 
Well, yeah, I've got a I mean, question for you, actually, Kevin, because I know that you have spoken at length about the icon conundrum, which is how do you make these cards relevant when you have things like hero cards? And what I feel like what they've done with this campaign and for birthday is that they've upped the power curve of icons and they've given them traits, features, passing abilities. Uh, in the case of Roy Keane, they've upped the amount of pace that he's got. They've given him a bit more physicality. Um, all of the players that seem to be coming out of this whole icon situation all seem to be ahead of the power curve or where you'd want them to be for their price. What do you think? I I agree with that. And I think we saw a lot of that with the, the World Cup icons, right? I think as this game has evolved, as the way that promo cards have come out has evolved, um, with Icon saying static, their stats are the same every year, and skill moves, weak foot and everything, um, we needed to see a change there, like you mentioned. So, like, I remember during World Cup, uh, we got Butra with four-star skills. Nowadays, we want cards that have, like, four-star skills at least. Maybe in the past, that was okay. Three-star, five-star, you could have got away with it. Um, towards back, the like, right now, you would probably be using the Prime Butra, and you'd be one of the best cards in, uh, in most years. Right now, you'd want the four-star skills probably, right? And uh, if not, I mean, it helps definitely on other cards. Like Ian Rush, that's completely fucking unusable otherwise. With five-star skills, all of a sudden, he's a little bit usable, right? So I think that um, that has definitely been a good thing from EA. They have recognized that the way that cards have come out, have it's, it's evolved. We want cards with four-star, four-star at the absolute bare minimum. And even then, that's probably not enough, right? So I think that's a good point you make, JP. They have that this has, um, this is something we're seeing now. Well, that's that, that, that's a really good answer, that Kevin. I'm really appreciative for that. And John, I actually wanted to throw something at you that's a bit different. Um, we've spoken a lot about the power curve, and we've spoken about the power curve of normal cards. Now, I feel like EA have done a little bit of a sneaky one. And I think what they've done hmm. is they've released this promo with heroes and icons, but no actual live players. So do you think that they're still trying to suppress the power curve to make team of the season have such a monumental impact. Do you think there's a little bit going on there that's, that's kind of don't look behind the curtain? Uh, potentially. Yeah. Because yeah, you didn't see them do that with the foot birthday cards, the foot fantasy cards. And in previous years, I felt like those cards were just going to be slightly under tots cards, but you expect these team of the season cards to be, you know, on average 92, 93, 94 rated. Right. So um, it's very well, they, they very well could have been doing that. And, um, with these icons, you know, they're going to be icons and they need to be, have these ratings, uh, to give them value, I guess, on the market and in the game. So, um, yeah, that, that could very well be the reason why they didn't want to release like a foot captains promo or something like that, where they are releasing cards that are going to be at tots level. Uh, one card I remember that I loved last year from it was the foot captains, Jordan Henderson, uh, who was really good, and I used him even through Tots. Uh, he was he was that good and on par with the with the Tots cards. But yeah, that very well could be the fact the uh, you know the way they're doing things this year. They're going to have Tots, and then um, you know there's the rumors with the new EAFC or whatever they're going to call it uh, coming out early in August. I think people are saying so. Uh, very well, they could just be. You know, keeping things the same, then they're going to release a bunch of high-rated tots, maybe rush into footies too, and then be done with it. So um, I guess nothing would surprise me anymore when it comes to that, the power curve anyway. 
Well, that's really interesting. And I kind of wanted to add a second part to that question, which is we always see a market crash uh, pre-team of the season where we see a lot of the higher value um, player cards go down. We haven't really seen that at the moment. Now, do you feel that... Uh, that it's because of the fact that there are no cards in this promo and that in a way has helped these um, uh, league-specific um, actual players at a good value. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so because there's no really alternative to like guys like, uh, like we were just talking about Darwin Nunez. There's no Premier League five-star skill, four-star weak foot uh, attacker. You've got Yaya Toure, Freddie Unberg heroes, but you know, those aren't going to feel the shoes of some of those guys. And then Yaya Toure is the best midfielder in the game, potentially. Uh, I mean, he's got to be up there, right? And he's 3.54 million coins or whatever he's at now. And uh, Freddie Unberg is is fodder. I'm throwing him into the next. I packed him, I think, in uh, my weekend league rewards. And he's going to go into the next icon refresh. So, uh, yeah, not, not much competition with, uh, I guess, cards that have been released. But they do have these icon cards, like Kevin was saying. So, they're giving competition to those uh, higher, uh, high tier uh, meta cards that maybe you could see a price correction or reduction in those, I guess. Uh, and Kevin, just to throw another question at you, going into team of the season um, with a mostly untradeable club, players even fodder, do you feel adequately prepared uh, versus other years when you maybe could have done a club sell off and then gone into team of the season? You know, I think for for me specifically, by happenstance, it's worked out that things are okay. Um, I think also one thing that's interesting. So in past years, I would have actually been saving. I would have actually been a month probably. I would have been saving like at this point last year, probably for a month already in packs. So um, like I didn't even engage in foot captains. Like I was so ready for tots. I didn't even touch it. Um, Even towards back in a foot birthday, I wasn't totally in it. So I think... This year, the way things have worked out, I think that if you are like me and you're doing like a fully pretty much untradeable, like I don't really touch my coins. Like if I use them, they're to in order to acquire more untradeables, doing league SBCs and everything. I think that um, you should you are in a good place, I think, because there is so much that EA is giving you through um, objective content and everything that if you want to stack packs in order to have fodder ready to go, you can do that. Um, if you're if you're kind of like fucked on your coins, then that's OK, because, again, you can still acquire fodder somehow to be prepared for team of the season um so that is i think pretty uh pretty nice there i think ea has given us a lot of ways to continually engage where you don't need to do this huge ass fucking save that i did like last year yeah and i agree with you on that i think that coins have now sort of become yeah, it's weird you don't really use them to buy players you use them to yeah. complete tasks um, and you use fodder to get players. And it, it used to be a joke about people with SBC teams, but now everybody's team is an SBC team <laughs> because the only thing they haven't really done is I don't think there's been any SBCs for non-icon goalkeepers that I can think of. Um, but they haven't really released um, that kind of content. Now, um, Kevin, you put a message in. Um, what was it you were saying about this leak uh, for EA Sports FC? Oh, don't quote me on this one, man. But I thought I saw somewhere that's coming out August twenty eighth. So don't. I'm not too sure on that one. But that's I know you guys exclusive. Mentioned that. Yeah, you heard it exclusive. here first. You did. Yeah, you heard it here first. 
And yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, you knew team of the season was coming because I had a look at the upgrade packs and went, mm, EA are filthy, horrible monsters. When does this end? <laughs> oh, it ends on the 20th. When's the 21st? That's a Friday. Ooh, you bastards. One week before payday. They know how to get you, don't they? Um... Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to wrap up the campaign conversation a little bit here uh, before we move into other things. Um, John, what would you give this uh, campaign rating? What, what, what would you give it? Um, out of 10, 8 or F, whatever you want to give it. Oh, I I mean, A minus, B plus. I mean, it didn't blow my socks off, but it has definitely left definitely left me a satisfied customer and, and I'm happy with the gameplay grind I've got going on, the menu grind I got going on and and uh, if I wanted to go spend coins and try out El Nino, um, you know, I can do that. So um, I, I think A minus, like it's anything, everything I think I'd want from a promo, you know, new cards to try, good menu content, gameplay grind, you know, checks all the boxes for me. So that's brilliant. two thumbs up. And Kevin, yeah. what about you? What would you give this uh, for you yourself? I, I imagine Foot Birthday maybe had a higher rating for you because of the skill upgrades to players. So how do you feel about the upgrades to these players and what would you give this campaign? Well, I would actually say that this campaign is... I, I'll agree with John. It's called an A-. And the reason I would say that is because, again, I probably would have been saving packs in the past. I have zero urge to save packs. Like, I don't want to save them at all. I want to open them. And that's... You know, that means the promo is good. It's engaging me, right? I need to do these trophy smelting, whatever the hell things, in order to put it into the trophy upgrading things, in order to just continually open packs because I want to pack these guys because, like you said, they, they do have, and they don't have necessarily the five-star skills upgrades, but they have significant upgrades and they look relatively packable and that's what we all want to see, right? If exactly. we're engaged and yeah, the cards are obtainable. Uh, we actually can engage with the cards. We want to engage with the cards. We have a realistic chance of doing so. So we're going to keep going at it. Then it has to be good, right? So A- minus is good to me. I like it. I, this campaign to me has been enchanting. Um, I've loved it. It was, it one, it's completely new. We've never seen it before. We've never experienced it. Two, we've got all these players that are coming out. And it's shown me that if you give a player a bit of a pace boost and then give them some traits, you can end up with inconsequential players like Roy Keane, who's always been crap, suddenly stepping up and becoming a phenom within your team. So looking at that, I would probably give this um, probably a B plus um, just because th there's a real limit um, to the number of top tier cards that are achievably packed. And while people might be packing the junior versions, um, it, those top tier cards, particularly the the fantasy cards like Torre, I'm not seeing a lot of those pop out. I'm not seeing other people post on Twitter about it. I've not seen anybody brag about it. I've not seen anybody who does a lot of SBCs talking about it. So maybe the drop rate's been a bit down on it, and that's why I'd give it a B plus. But in terms of SBCs, it's getting an A star. It's a triple A star, and that's for <laughs> one reason and one reason only. Oh, Kino's fucking magic. He wears the magic cap. And when he saw Old Trafford, he said, I fancy that. He didn't sign for Arsenal or Blackburn because they're shite. He signed for Man United because he's fucking dynamite. So Roy Keane came out as an SBC, if he didn't know. That's Boo. his little song. Boo you. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you didn't, we, we were kings when he was around. Um, now we're shit. Uh, now you lose um, seven, no. We're not even a top 20 club. Did you know that? Not a top 20 club in world football, Man United. 
Found that out. I did know that. Yeah. Obviously not. You didn't share it because you care. (laughs) So, obviously, like, with Kevin's smart-ass remarks, we're going to talk about an SBC who's too dumb to do. So, John, me and you are going to have a nice little chat. Um, So, um, I don't know what opinions you've got, but basically what we're going to talk about, John, is we're going to talk about your opinions on them, um, his position, and kind of what value and rating you'd give to him. So, just to give you some time to think about it, I'm just going to go straight in. Now, I, I... I completed this at 6.10 and it came out at six o'clock. And the only reason it was 6.10 is because my Xbox wouldn't connect to the internet quick enough for me to do it on the screen. Um, I I didn't even know what his stats were. (laughs) I was just like, fucking give it to me. (laughs) (sighs) Like a bear getting salmon. Um, I I, I was blown away. Um, He is positionally amazing. He has a way of running next to people and then just coming in front of them and taking the ball that I've never done with any other player. Kevin, it, you want, you don't know about it. It's fine. Um, but John, you know about this because you're nodding as I'm talking to you. Now, in terms of his position, me personally, I like him as a CM. Um, a CDM, I'm sure he's amazing. And I've heard people talk about him as a centre-back just being obscenely good. But for me, I like him in a CM position because I've got Gattuso CDM. Um, I love the way he gets forward. I love playing him on the LCM position because he just moves across the pitch. I've got him on balance. He does such an amazing job. But the thing about this card that surprises you is not the tackling. It's not the defensive ability or the aggression. It's the fucking passing. The passing on this card is obscene. And this is where I come into talking about things like traits. Now, Roy Keane has been endowed with a load of traits, um, fancy passes, all that kind of stuff. And it has led to him being able to get the ball off in positions that he just has no right to. And it kind of ruins your game a little bit because then you got to have another player and you think, oh, I've got loads of time here. And you don't. It's just that Keane card has something about it. Now, I don't know if it's the stature, the size or what it is. But for me, it's a it's a complete A+. And the value on the card is just obscene. You know, if you've not done Kante, then do Roy Keane. If, you know, um, if you've done Gattuso and you're thinking about whether or not to do Keane, I would advise you to do that card. Um, it is a phenomenal card. And it will either be a card that will live in your team and in your heart, or... It'll be a card that you will want to bring off the bench for a multitude of positions. I'm convinced he could play right back, left back, centre, central um, defence. He could probably play Cam. His shooting is supposed to be abysmal, but I've had absolutely no problems with it, and he's putting a few goals for me. So obviously, I'm biased as fuck because he was ex-captain of Man United and one of the greatest footballers I've ever seen. And if you've not seen the game against Juventus in Turin, um, Roy Keane gets booked. He knows he's not going to be in the final. Manchester United are 2-0 down. And he basically leads that team with fire, amazing ability and glory to a 3-2 victory, knowing he isn't going to be in the final. It's, it's one of the greatest things ever. And this this feels like that Turin card. This is the night in Turin card for me. So I'm incredibly biased. Now, John, because we're not talking to Kev about this. John, I, I want to ask you about this card because you have the privilege of having some really nice cards. I'm thinking Nkunku, I'm thinking Gattuso. And for me, King kind of feels like a combination of those two cards minus the skills. Um, what do you think of him having used some of the best midfielders in the game? 
Yeah, uh, I guess two things stick out to me from what you're talking about there. One, uh, Kevin's face during all that. He's, you know, the Arthur meme where his fish is shaking. That's pretty much like what Kevin's face looked like. And then uh, JP, uh, 10 minutes after content drop, that seems a little slow. Uh, I would have figured like 12.03. Well, 12 o'clock is when it drops my time. So yeah, three minutes after content drop. I have this so. problem with the Xbox that it won't connect to my modem <laughs> oh, and right. I have to keep that's on right. resetting it. That was the reason. That was the reason. I threw cards into that SBC. I was like, fuck off, don't care. Um, <laughs> I, I was absolutely non-sentimental. Kevin's mouth just opened then, which means there's either a dick coming or something's <laughs> happened in real football. Kevin, what's going on? EA's coming. EA's coming toward him. Oh, yeah. Isak with that upgrade and Mitoma, which we'll get into later. But no, Bayern missed a one-on-one. That's what happened. Currently 1-0 oh. to Man City. They can't keep a clean shit in a fucking league, though, can they? Um, to all those <laughs> DS owners out there. Um, so, John, coming back to, to Keane and stuff like that, um, uh, what do yeah. you think of the card and how do you feel about him? All those kind of things. I mean, I, I echo pretty much everything you said, man. Uh, he's absolutely phenomenal. I think you're right about the center back part. I'm playing him in a two-man setup. Uh, uh, I played him in the 4-2-3-1 and in a 4-3-3-4 that we've all kind of been messing with in our yeah. little uh, team chat. And I have him on drop between defenders. And so he basically kind of plays as a center back on the counterattacks. Um, and, oh, man, yeah, he's uh, he's fantastic. His tackling animations, uh, I think uh, I watched Inception's review on him, and he made the remark about how they did a great job of making his agility only 75 and his strength 90, so he could be lengthy with the shadows. So, uh, I mean, he's absolutely rapid. You know, give I I pair him and Conte up in a midfield together, and I've got Conte um, on a hunter now, so he uh, on his five star weak foot can score goals when called upon, and he does with that hunter on it, which is awesome. So um, I would imagine it's very annoying for my opponents to play against both guys, medium high, um, have both of them have phenomenal defensive. Uh, presence and awareness you know like you said they're always near the action uh they're always right there waiting to take the ball off your opponent uh their jockey uh, uh roy Keane's jockeying is fantastic um his i think uh when the card came out i was just there's nothing wrong with the card when you look at it statistically um and it, it performs that way in game medium high 511 95 reactions 95 composure He's got the base 90 strength, the 99 aggression. So you just jack him off with the shadow and uh, he's going to be one of the best CDMs in game. And and he is um, now as a center mid, I don't know if I would particularly be interested in playing him there um, mainly because whenever I play a guy in center mid, they have a big say. And uh, I, I mean, his passing is obviously good enough. It's elite, but uh, I would be really scared to play him in a, any sort of role where he would, uh, try and score goals for me. But I think if you play him in a two-man midfield, uh, I mean, he's he's a, a must-do, especially, like you said, at that value, 400, 425K or whatever it's rolling around at. You throw him in your team, he's on full cam, you put a shadow on him, and I think he's a 94-rated CDM. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's phenomenal. Like you said, the passing, too, is an underrated thing to work with with the card as well. I think it's 96. Oh, he's a, well, yeah, I think he's a 96 centre back and CDM. Now you mentioned something, and it's we're going to go off track a little bit here, Kevin. Um, I actually do want to talk to you about this. All no joking, um, jockeying. 
something we don't yes, really give EA any praise for at all has played a massive part in this FIFA in terms of defending. And I wanted to talk to you because I learned about this from your use of Cola and how you would use Cola's jockey to um, compensate for his lack of speed. What do you think of the jockeying from a defensive perspective? Um, how do you think it's helped the game and how do you think it's helped certain players shine? I mean, I'm not sure what what is uh, Keane's base defensive awareness. I'm not sure. I'm uh, sure like at 90 plus. Um, right? It is uh, 92. Yeah, and I think that really helps, right? So I mean, if you want a guy that uh, can zip around in the mid, so if you, I imagine most people are going to play him as like your CDM, like as a six, right? Because you're holding mid, so you want him to be able to jockey around while in there. And I think yeah, players that have really good uh, high defensive awareness, if you. Uh, if you're on the jockey on them, you, you're just on it and, you know, you're cutting the passing lanes. Trust me, I know a lot of you guys do this out there. I see you. You grab hold of Conte and you just sit in front of the back four, zipping back and forth. So Keen should be, in theory, good with good at that, you know? He should be very good at zipping back and forth with the high defense I awareness. I feel you know? so red right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I definitely don't do that. Oh, my God. My my my, my two midfielders... They, I don't think they, if they probably do five up and down sprints, and they spend the entire game going left to right, left to right, <laughs> left to right. They're like crabs. That's all they can do, but they do it really well. And I really like that Gattuso card as well. I, I think he's is his his defensive positioning from a CDM or from a CM position is pretty good. But I'm not as good as you guys attacking, so I need Roy Keane and Gattuso and Kuman in my midfield <laughs> to be able <laughs> to compete. So. I think what we can definitely say is unanimously, this is a great card. And if you have any fodder free, you should seriously consider doing it because come team of the season, maybe you need a CDM that can just drop in. Maybe you don't care about chemistry and you want to play with one of the best players of all time and have him feel like one of the best players of all time. So for me, get out there and do him. Um, John, would you say the same thing? Oh, yeah. 10 out of 10 SBC value performance wise, like literally nothing wrong with the card. And like you said, I think he's going to last through tots uh, or be on the level of tots cards, too. So you're not going to regret throwing your fodder into him and then wish you had it for something else down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin, you've got something you'd like to say. Yes. Do you think he is better as a CDM than Gattuso? I did Gattuso, but I'm, I don't I don't really like him. I don't think yeah. he's good. I've I, I've okay. not played him CDM, but I'm gonna say yeah. He he's he's so smooth, like he okay. he's 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 one of those footballers that he has a way of sort of siddling up to the side of the player and then just coming in front of him, winning the ball and moving it off. He's so he's a real sort of good like terrier. He'll go, he'll get the ball, he'll distribute it, um, and his distribution is fantastic. And he's got swerve passes as well. So it means he can hit the ball around players, which is a really, really nice trait. I didn't realize how much I loved that trait until I saw that. So Roy Keane, unanimous, great card. So we've had other things going on. We've had Pele pick controversy. Just very quickly, do you think we're going to get any compensation for it? I don't better. I feel like we got compensation for the Thomas Mounier thing where the description was wrong in game and they got compensation for that, but I don't know that 
that that's going to be a lot of compensating with uh i'm sure a lot of people spam those 81 plus player picks so <laughs> yeah we oh, all it's like a bunch of savages oh yeah Call i ball. made sure to i made sure to man I, i'm expecting my bajillion player picks i did yesterday in hopes of getting compensation to be compensated ea come on guys yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I don't think we're going to get any compensation for it because no. I think they're going to say, well, you got more than you should have done. So technically speaking, we delivered more value on the product. So, okay, forgetting about that. Talking about some other things, though, uh, we've had an SBC drop today. Uh, Capita. Now, this is a seriously good looking card. Um, can play centre back, got 90 pace. Great defensive ability, great passer of the ball. Seems reasonably priced, I think, at about 650,000 fodder, which is probably about 450,000 real coins. So um, I wanted to throw this one to you, Kev. Um, Capita, interesting option, can play a numerous number of positions. Do you see him finding a life within your team? Oh, I don't know if he will for me, but I do think that he's a very good option for now at center back. And then um, me and John were talking about this earlier as well. Um, I think. Maybe during Tots time, you might, you know, you may get a good red center back in your community Tots picks and your Prem Tots picks, at which point he should be a very good right back for you and should last there through Tots. Um, the only thing I would say is if you are doing him in hopes of keeping that center back for a long time, he's a little small. I mean, you could anchor him up, right? And then he'll be good. Um, I, w- I would say if you have a ton of good right backs, maybe don't do him if you're expecting to just use him at center back forever. But he looks awesome, like really good, a really good card and a good place to just, you know, sort of grind at, right? It's pretty expensive, I would say, but um, it looks a good card, man. And I wouldn't fault anyone for doing him. And in a, in another year, I might have done him, but just based on where my club is, I just don't see him fitting in. So for that reason, I won't, but I can't blame anyone for doing him. He looks awesome. Um, yeah, is the kind of card that in the old chemistry system, you'd be like, well, Hakimi team of the year is this much and he's a green link to Marquinhos. I think I might get him. But obviously with everything the way it is at the moment, it kind of creates that air of uh, do I, don't I? I mean, if you've got a lot of icons in your team, your players are going to suffer. It's weird. It's like the more icons you have, unless you've got an icon 11, your players are going to suffer. Um, John, throwing that one at you, um, Capita, he, he looks like a cultured centre-back. He looks like somebody who could play the ball out from the back. Um, you're somebody who likes to play a, a neat passing game out from the back. How, how does he look to you as a centre-back, right-back, CDM? You know, does he fit anything for you? Or is this one of those ones that's just going to, you're just going to let it, you know, you're just going to pass on this one? Uh as as a right back, uh, probably not for me with the uh, agility and balance. Um, I, and, and I just love that Centurions Trent card. I mean, every single game that uh, I play with him, I, I just never have a problem with him. Um, when I play my fullbacks on balanced, he has that early crosser trait and puts it on a plate for back post runners and on Esocks six four self. So, um, and that throw. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the thrower trait. Yeah, Jesus. And then uh, um, as a right back, not interested. And now as a guy who could start as a right back and move to a center back and a three back, or just a straight up center back, I am uh, very interested. Uh, he looks really, really good. Uh, you put an anchor on him. Uh, you get the strength jacked off. You get the pace jacked off a little bit more, and you jack off the defense. So three things you can jack off. Um, and I'm just trying to say that as many times as possible since Jandy told me to. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he's a very interesting option. Um, now, I, am I going to be rushing 
out to do him now? Uh, no, but um, if there's nothing else out and I have high rated dupes and I'm wanting to open up packs, uh, he's the first guy in line I'm throwing dupes into at the moment. So um, Icon uh, three chemistry right off the bat. He can play right back. He can play center back, right wing back. Um, very good agility and very good passing for a center back, like you said, JP. And um, all the all the good stats uh, in the right areas at a base level. So you know he's going to perform well in game for you too. So um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with pretty much everything both you guys have said there. And um, the one thing I would add is that um, I, I, my experience of using um, center backs with a with great acceleration and top speed and center backs with slow acceleration. Um, I think depending on what kind of line you play, Kabita could either be great for you or rubbish. So I'm playing Ruben Diaz. I've gone from playing 66 depth to playing like 50 or 45 depth. And he's just an animal. Like you can't get through him. But at 66 depth, he's useless. <laughs> he's like a donkey that spins around like a T-Rex. Well, actually, T-Rex is probably quite nimble. Spins around like a truck. Um, and he's not very good. Whereas people like Kimpempe or this Capita card with the high acceleration, which we've seen from the Ramos card, is is kind of a bit deadly at centre back. It's kind of a, a, a trait not a lot of them have. So maybe this Capita card could be a good card for people with playing a high line. He's very diverse, right wing back, centre back. You know, there's a lot of places for this guy in your team. Will I be rushing out to do him? No. Will I end up doing him? Probably not because there may be other cards that come out that I'm more interested in. And I've kind of got to the point in this FIFA where I'm more using cards I, I want to use instead of using the best cards. I'm just like, ah, I want Brahim Diaz in my team. Or, ah, I want Roy Keane in my team. I don't care about the chemistry offset. Oh, I'm going to play Cliver. Fuck it. You know, I, that's what I've been doing lately. And I think going into team of the season, an SBC like this, if it had come a month ago, would have been so hot so hot mm -hmm. but unfortunately True. right now people are kind of the, the fodder's very sparse in people's clubs as well because there's been a lot of high-rated sbcs i think the other day me and jandy worked out that at one point there was like 10 million coins in sbcs <sighs> that were out so in a way it's almost like too much too late um so what i would think is that this card is probably going to be completed by people who've got probably maybe maybe base Maldini still in their team um, or people who've done early SBCs like um, Chris Smalling, they might want to bring him into their team just to try and get that team level up um, going a little bit forward. Um, and the other thing that we've had released is a Robert Pires um, SBC. Do any of you care? Kind of. Nah. I actually, actually, I don't care about that card specifically, but I do like the idea of just getting like these kinds of cards. Like maybe it, means that we might get a foot birthday type icon SBC at some point. Like, it's just cool, you know? It's just different. It's not something we've seen before. It sucks if you owned him, so sorry, guys, if you owned him, but... <laughs> but yeah. I like the Sorry idea. if you owned him. You were an idiot. <laughs> yeah. You should, you should have just had Mbappe up front, you dumbass. -a. What the so, fuck are you doing exactly. with your coins? You got Robert fucking Perez in your team. <laughs> I know Arsenal fans that were just like, no, I'm all right. <laughs> and it's, it's supposed to be a good card I think I saw Rosilla used him and he was like he's just the worst five star skiller I've ever used he called him, he called him a, a lankier slower Genoa Jesus Christ oh yikes alright okay now um, I want to talk about a few other things before we start getting into team of the season hype um, one of them being um, 
looking forward to team of the season. Um, now, have any of you voted yet and have you created your teams to vote? And I want to put this one to Kevin because I have a, a, a great hope that Kevin's going to be one of the more creative people and put some really interesting players in his team. So I haven't voted yet, um, but I'd really like to hear how you voted. And if you know who you voted for, that'd be great. Yes, I have them available here. And it, I'm sorry to let you down, man. It wasn't very creative because we went for the full Japanese midfield, but um, I did get my vote in. So I'm just going to read them off real quick just so you guys have them. We had Gold Lafont in goal, of course. We have and Andy Robertson, Kim Min Jae, the Korean monster, Soleil. I, I, he plays for Salzburg or something. I don't know. He's French and center backs. We just picked them. Trimmel. Then um, in midfield, we got Ritsu Doan. Real Hatate and Junior Ito, of course. So I will make a second one for Martin. We'll make sure that we get a Moises Caicedo vote in there. I'm on board with the vote for Moises, of course. So we'll, we'll vote again. EA really haven't... I don't know. You could vote twice. As many times as you want, actually. So there you are. Then up front, we have De La Feu. I had his gold card in my uh, in my starter team. Or no, not his gold card. His inform in my starter team. Um, Gucho Hernandez. I, I think I talked about him last year. I liked, I liked his card. Um, he had an inform. And then Jota as well. So, you know, just to round it out. He has five-star skills, so that will be cool. And a link to Real Hitate. So, that's mine. How, how the fuck is that gone with the flow? Like, I didn't even know who... <laughs> like, who the fuck is in your team? Well, there aren't ma- very many, like, mainstream choices. No, it was my midfield. Obviously, it went three Japanese. So, I think that you could have no, guessed. I knew though. who they were. Who's your striker? Uh, So, we have Jota from Celtic. We have... Uh, Cucho Hernandez from Columbus Crew, and then um, Dale Lefeu, who, you know, from Everton, Barcelona. Like everybody else is going to pick. It's so obvious. <laughs> I love that team, man. I love that team. I, look, I, that, I, that's like third-party voting. You're not going to get anywhere, but I'm sure you feel real good about it. I, uh, I do. <laughs> John, um, I want to put the same thing to you. Have you had the opportunity to vote on Team of the Season? And who have you voted for? Who made your team? Yeah, and uh, I have I have got my team up. Oh, my phone just went blank. There it goes. But yeah, um, I, I do love my dear friend Martin, unlike some other people on this podcast. And I have Moises Caicedo in my midfield. And I'm actually really excited about him. I was using silver cards on my new account. Uh, I think there was like a token in Silver Stars. And that Moises Caicedo silver card is really, really good in the Silver Lounge. So I think that card is going to perform very well. Um given him getting a tots card so um but i went in gold jan summer he's at Bayern munich now i think that'd be cool to have another Bayern link and he has had a great year at gladbach uh robo kim min jay nathan at k uh the DeSassi guy the center back for monaco he just got a foot birthday card uh, i just threw him in there because uh, why the fuck not um and then in the midfield um i wanted to throw kefram Turam in there. I think if he gets a Tots card with a four-star weak foot, that's going to be probably one of the best midfielders in the game. Um, I mean, his, from that. Scary. Yeah, his, yeah, that's a very uh, scary prospect to be uh, facing, but I did not include him in my vote. Um, I voted for Benasser uh, because I loved his Road to the Knockout card. Um, and then I voted for uh, Big Joel, Joel Ellington from Newcastle. I think he's had a great year at Newcastle. Brazil links, Newcastle links. I, I don't know who I would link to from Newcastle, um, but he's a big, bigger midfielder. I think he'd be very fun to play with in game. 
has a lot of stock to him and he's uh, a pretty like, I don't know if he's like, you know, you know, stereotypical Brazilian skillful, but he's a well-rounded player, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And um, I think he would be a very good Tots card. Uh, Like Kevin, I got uh, Jota from Celtic. Um, I, I know a lot of Celtic fans love him and he seems like a really good player IRL and uh, Celtic links and Portuguese links can't go wrong there. And then uh, Gabby Jesus from Arsenal. Pretty sure you're all familiar with him. He was having an absolutely phenomenal year before he got hurt. Uh, was it during the World Cup or before it? Uh, one or the other. But um, absolutely incredible player. And he probably would have gotten a regular TOTS card if if he wouldn't have got hurt. So um, voted for him. I love his cards in foot too. And then I just threw Rodrigo in there for the fuck of it because I want him to have a TOTS card and didn't feel like any – else deserved it i guess over him and it sounds like he's had a pretty good year for madrid to be fair um i think he's come on to and changed some games for them from what i remember seeing or maybe that was last year but i, I don't care <laughs> that's uh, no, my I, team <laughs> i can see him i can see rodrigo getting in the vote because that's a real fuckboy move like to have rodrigo in your team yeah. and just be like nah, 99 pace 99 dribbling each shit because he's just going to exactly. be an absolute monster. Remember, like, was it like last year he got a road to the final card or something that was just ridiculous yeah. or that, whatever it was, it was obscene. Everybody who, it was a really expensive SBC. People were like, oh, he's a load of crap. And every time I came up against him, he owned me. He owned me every time and I couldn't handle it. John, that team sounds really interesting, the one that you've picked. And I really like the way that you've come to decisions about the players. It's like a combination of real world football and cards that you've really come to love in FIFA this year. And I think that's a real great way of going about it. Uh, I haven't done mine yet. But I've got to say, you guys have have really picked some outstanding teams there. And I really hope that you each get at least one of your players coming up that way. Now, I just wanted to sort of wrap that up a little bit in terms of looking towards team of the season before we get into the hype of it. Um, Kevin, is there one player on your wish list? Uh, For team of the season, yes, there definitely is. And also, um, Bernardo Silver has just scored, so it's 2-0. Medi Tarami, 1,000% for the Liga Portugal Tots. We we need him, man. I need that card. Like, holy shit, man. I need it. And I saw Gonzalo Ramos, who, by the way, does not deserve a Tots, um, was in the voting for Community Tots, which is good. They're saving the best striker in Portugal for um, the Portuguese team of the season. So that's great. Absolutely. No, it's coming. Very, very excited. The the Medi Tarami card is coming. Also, Mitoma, I don't think he's going to get a Tots, but he it's like the type of player EA would pick for like a Tots moments kind of thing or like yeah. an objective guy. Yeah, yeah like, so. like uh, was it Doan last year? Yeah, during, uh, well, he got one during Team of the Year, yeah. Like yeah, did he get a moment. moments that was an objective, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could see something like that. And he has a great season um, for... Uh, Brighton, and I know that because I looked at all of his stats and contributions before Foot Fantasy, and he's still contributing. I, this guy's due a big move. I wouldn't be too surprised if he ended up at Liverpool. He looks a very Liverpool-like player. I could see him being like the fourth part of that, you know, the three up front that you know either coming on or being you know somebody you could use in European games. But I can really see him going. Uh, to somewhere like Liverpool with a real progressive manager like Klopp who could really get the best out of him. Um, so that would be really interesting to me. Um, John, who, who, do you have a player on your wish list who you would love to see get a team of the season card? Um, I, th- I think I mentioned it last week. Uh, the Serie Tots really excites me. Um, Victor Oziman, if they give him a five-star weak foot, I'm 100% picking up that card. 
Um, I love, I love watching him play in real life. I think after I started using his, uh, his, uh, player of the month card, I, I started watching Napoli games and, uh, I know he personally, I, I watched him play against Liverpool and he just absolutely torched us. Uh, I think he might've came off injured that game, but, uh, he, I mean, he absolutely torched us. They, the whole team torched us. Cavara Dolna torched us, um, Rafael Leal for Milan. I think Sandro Tonali's had a really good year for Milan too. He's got a really good shot to get a Tots card. Um, so really excited about those boys. Um, but uh, wish list, I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't say uh, uh, Ozyman's really on a wish list. I mean, he's the top scorer in the league and one of the best strikers, uh, one of the most informed strikers in the world right now. So, I mean, he's guaranteed to get one, but he's the guy I'm looking forward to trying out most for sure. Yeah, I think that there's some really exciting cards coming. I think team of the season is going to be when the power curve kicks up. So when team of the season comes and the power curve hasn't kicked up, at least we'll have something to talk about. <laughs> no, right, I can exactly. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> it's the next promo. It's going to happen. It's the next game. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so in terms of team of the season hype, is there any? That's an open question. Uh, I feel like yes, but I've also going back to how good this promo was. I don't feel like people are chomping as chomping at the bit to get there. Um, but I mean, I, I know I'm personally, I know I'm, I know we're all addicts and we're all excited. We're always all going to be excited for tots, but um, maybe it's just, they've done a good job with this trophy Titans and, and all that good stuff that we're not just, just in the tots waiting room, I guess. Yeah. Kevin, same to you. Yeah, I wonder if maybe now, because we're hearing, hey, EAFC, it's coming out August 20th. We just heard it, right? <laughs> no, but it's coming earlier, it seems like. <laughs> Either way, right? It does seem like it's going to come earlier, maybe with the in line with the start of the season, which kind of would make sense, right? Like, FIFA comes out like a month into the season, and it's always a little weird to me, right? So maybe this is on purpose. Maybe the, the game is going to slowly die out quicker this year, maybe, and maybe mm-hmm. there's not necessarily going to be that huge top type. I'm not sure. Maybe EA kind of just like, you know, we're going to keep it nice and chilled and then build up hype. I'm not really sure, but um, obviously for me, like John, uh, like you, JP, like all of us, um, you know, anytime there's a new promo, I'm excited, especially when it's team of the season, right? It's the time for me in past years of just going fucking crazy on the menus. Like you just go crazy on the menus all the time because as long as you're doing things on the menus, you have a chance to get blue cards and that is fun. So that is pretty exciting to me. So I'm getting it. I'm trying to finish up all the other games I'm playing right now. Just get everything done real quick. That way I can just fully focus on FIFA and do all of that. So need to finish up Kirby. I'm trying to 100% it. And Resident Evil, we're, you know, we're at the end on Hardcore, so we're going to get that done too. So This is a FIFA podcast, thank you. Yes. Which, <laughs> you know, which tells you, which tells you, man, I'm excited because I'm getting these done in anticipation. I'm getting my homework done so I can go out and play when it's taught. I love that. I love that. I'm... I'm got absolutely no hype for team of the season i'm not feeling it i'm not excited about it i'm just kind of like i'm a bit promo tired um foot birthday was intense this trophy titans thing has been kind of intense as well like chasing cards and trying to pack the cards that have come out and i don't know if i just feel a bit tired or if i'm a bit fifa weary but um i'm playing well i'm enjoying the game it's not the gameplay that i'm not enjoying but i'm not too hyped about team of the season i think because there's so many great cards that are almost team of the season level that are sort of knocking about already and have been knocking about for a long time. 
um, you know, that World Cup Yaya Torre is team of the season level. The, the Forland card is team of the season level, you know, and these have been around for ages. And then if you go and look at some of the cards that have come out in Trophy Titans, I mean, I've been using that Clivert card. Five star, four star. He's a hell of a player. So that's one of those cards that, you know, for me personally, I want team of the season to come at me and just explode and just be like, this is going to be absolutely amazing. This is going to be the best feeling you've ever had. And this team of the season, the last team of the season on FIFA is going to be glorious. And I'm really, really hopeful for that, but I'm not hyped for it, which is kind of like a, a weird double-edged sword to be in. Um, Kevin, you, you, I noticed that you suddenly broke down laughing then. What's going on? No, not laughing. It was, uh, it was like a... Ugh. Yeah, it's three nil to three nil to the bad guys. Well, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, get them oh, absolutely oh. destroyed. <laughs> Honestly, it should be more. They're getting fucked up. Do, do you have Goretzka? Um, no, I just I, you know it's you know just just, uh, just fuck City, ooh. right? Ooh, yeah, just, boo yeah, the oil clubs. <laughs> okay, so we're 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 coming to the end of the show, and we're gonna do a quick roundup like we always do in the fantasy foot roundup. So I don't know if any of you have seen the team of the season uh, card design, but they've got these massive crystal dildos on them, and oh, um, and ah. um, we're talking about foot fantasy. John's now got one out for me. So Isaac. <laughs> Upgraded from a ninety-one to a ninety-two. Ninety-two. It's done. Okay. Okay. Stop. Okay. Sanchez has gone from a ninety-three to ninety-four. The Al Ouahiran has gone from eighty-nine to ninety. Gori's eighty-eight to eighty-nine. Demarcos has gone eighty-nine to ninety. Ledley King eighty-eight to eighty-nine. Dada eighty-eight to eighty-nine. Sabitza eighty-eight to ninety. DeMarcos, 88 to 89. Park Ji Sung, 88 to 89. Tagliafico, 88 to 89. Mitoma, 87 to 90. Uh, Shoboshalai, 87 to 89. Benassa, 89 to 90. Benaram is now a 91. Uh, Fabian has gone from an 88 to a 90. And Gomez has gone from an 89 to 90. Thank you, John, for telling me to do that SBC because that card Ew. is sick. Um, now, I don't really have that notes on me right now. But I think that um, in terms of players that can still get the maximum upgrade, uh, off the top of my head, I think it's the Foot Fantasy Gomez, the Foot Fantasy Genoa. Um, I think it's the Foot Fantasy Abadi Pele. I think that it is Gomez, the uh, English player who plays for Lost Lille, uh, Hugo Sanchez and Diaz are all on for maximum upgrades should they get to game six. Um, do any of you guys have any of these cards? Uh, I know, John, you've got Isaac. We'll come to that in a second. Uh, Kevin, do you have any of these cards that have sort of gone... For, like, do you have Matoma, for example? Uh, I do. You know, if you if you were smart, you would have purchased Matoma when he was down at 40k like I did. Because guess what? He is now 60k. You have made a ton of coins on him. No, but seriously, he, he's awesome, right? So, like, a lot of these cards, like... Um, I bought Mitoma, he was he was cheap, right? So I just wanted to hold on to him. Hopefully he would upgrade eventually, and I'd get to use him for the time being. And eventually he'd be better, and I could use him again. Now that's happened, that's awesome. Um, I do have uh, Saliba, but that's not really, really relevant. <laughs> but I do have... So, I mean, like, if you guys are smart, you would have also done that Gomez that you guys have mentioned, the Angel Gomez, the former Man U guy that's at Lille now. Um, that, as you mentioned, has gotten a ton of upgrades. So um, right now, just feasting on uh, our win with Mitoma. Yeah, that's a great win with Matoma, and it's great to see him get that upgrade. Now, John, Isaac, you have been on a journey with this player. Um, you've backed him from the very beginning, 
I'm completely fucking wrong about all of it. Um, <laughs> what's the journey been like with this card? Now he's a 92. Uh, I mean, incredible. When he was an 89 base rated card, I felt like he was really good already, right? And then as slowly as he gets more upgrades, you can definitely feel it. I switched him to an engine now um since i feel like his uh, shot power and finishing are are above 90 now i think that's the logical move because one of the things you don't like about the card is he he gets thrown down to the ground a lot uh by guys like sergio ramos and virgil van dyke and i think adding that extra balance via an engine i feel like it makes him stronger if that makes sense and he's already got 88 strength so um just adds more value to the card but yeah i mean yes i am an isak fanboy but you know he was coming back from a long-term injury. He looked good before he got hurt. Uh, we all know what he was capable of, or maybe we all didn't know. But, <laughs> I mean, if you're familiar with with the player and you watched him play in the Euros for Sweden uh, two years ago, we, we didn't play in the Euros this last go-around, but um, he was a very dangerous player there. Um, he's very skillful, and he if you watch the game uh, this weekend, uh, the, the finish he had where he – I think he got the pass from Callum Wilson and he just one-timed it uh, right into the upper right corner. Uh, just insanely classy goal. Um, but yeah, I was very hopeful he would at least get the plus three. Uh, Newcastle are a good team this year. They're going to win a game. Um, Isak has you know shared minutes uh, previously with Callum Wilson since he's been coming back from his injury. But you know, I think Eddie Howe's like, this guy's too good not to start now. So now he's actually starting consistently. So um yeah, very excited. He's they've got uh they're away to Villa this weekend and then um I forget what the where the Tottenham game's at, but you know, Tottenham, you never know what you're gonna get from them and Newcastle seem to have found some consistency in their form. So I'm very hopeful and excited. He could get the full upgrade to ninety three and uh three new traits possibly. So super excited about it. Absolutely terrifying in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um he's oh, a yeah. good card, man. You really called that one. You really called that one. Um, before we finish the show, I'm just going to give a very quick shout out to Martin. Um, Martin has come up with some tactics um, that we've been using in the uh, amongst ourselves. Now, I don't know what the right formation is for these tactics, but I can tell you that the width, the depth, um, the number of players in the box, all of the core tactics that he's come up with are absolutely brilliant and i've gone out and i've used them in a 4-3-3-3 where you got the two cdms absolutely loved it great formation and i just want to say to martin from one tactician to another man amazing work I, i'm really impressed with your formation i'm impressed with the tactics and i just love what you've done and i just wanted to give that positive shout out to you as we get to the end of the show um gentlemen it has been an absolute privilege having you both here uh kevin um thank you for coming on Thank you for filling Jandy's shoe. Uh, John, thank you for coming on. Thank you for filling Jandy's other shoe. Um, wanted to say, Kevin, where can the people find you at um, in terms of Twitch, Twitter, all kinds of things? Well, thank you again so much for having me, JP. It's always a pleasure to join you. You guys on the Midweek Show kill it, and I always look forward to listening to it every single week. So you guys can find me at Kevin K. 93 LFC on Twitter and Twitch for the most part. Um, I'm streaming most days, so you can come check me out if you want to. Absolutely brilliant. And I love the fact that you're streaming more consistently now, and that's really helping your audience grow. Uh, John, where can the people find you at? 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Discord, all that good stuff at John Bridges 34. And uh, I am not as consistent as Kevin, but uh, I appreciate everyone that uh, <laughs> understands that and still comes into the streams and supports me anyways. And uh, and if, if I'm not streaming, you need to be watching Kevin's stream because uh, he's a better streamer than me, more entertaining, and uh, he has adopted the goats of boner. So you get you get the best of my streams and his streams now. Nothing more terrifying than the goats of boner. Um, or pleasurable. More or pleasurable. Um, I think she was looking at his wallet. I think he had his wallet in his back pocket and we can't see I, it. That's I don't know. I he looked pretty lengthy there, man. He's a small guy. He's going to look lengthy, you know. John will explain yeah. to you. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, before we end the show, I just want to say, Jandy, um, I really miss you. Um, uh, you are a great co-host and a great friend, and you will be missed. And um, we send nothing but love your way and nothing but support in your new job and in your uh, married life and in the direction you're moving. Don't worry. Uh, Jandy hasn't left us forever. He's just getting settled in at his job and then he's going to come back in and then he's going to be back here on the midweek show. Um, it has been a great privilege working with you guys today. It has been absolutely amazing connecting with all of our friends of the show. Uh, what I would ask if you can is whatever platform you are listening to this on, if you can go on there, if you can rate it five stars, if you can leave a review, you will help us grow. And we are growing and we look at our numbers every week and we're seeing these gains and these gains are coming because of the friends of the show. You guys are the reason why we're moving forward. We love doing this. We love providing this content to you. For us, it is a privilege every goddamn week to sit here and talk FIFA, not with you guys, but to you guys while you're playing the game, while you're grinding Bergkamp, and while you're having the time of your life. With you guys in spirit. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so this has been your midweek Nothing But A Foot Thing podcast. If you want to catch me, I'm at Dr. Foot PhD. And if you want to catch the show, it's at Your FIFA Podcast. Thank you for listening, and good night. Peace.